Hey, this is a spontaneous room that I just opened up because I'm sitting here on the Capitol grounds in Austin, Texas. I'm just going to pop squat right here, right behind the spontaneous organization of, of uh, outpouring of Ukrainian sentiment. Uh, you know, people wrapping themselves in the Ukrainian flag, of course, here on Capitol grounds. So I was at the, what was it, the Book People Texas Book Festival. I'm right in the middle of a walk here. I'm going to sit here. So I, I bought a book, uh, Borderland, Border Water, A Co History of the Construction on the U.S.-Mexico Divide. That's by C.J. Alvarez. Um, let's see here. I also ran into uh, somebody who was selling this book called In the Mouth of the Wolf. And it's a murder, a cover-up, and the true cost of silencing the press. So that was definitely a taker. Expensive. Getting expensive for all these books. Okay, and then finally, Get Real, a positive solution to climate change. And these are the Get Real Alliance people who are focused on soil. And um, soil erosion has been a multi, multi, multi decades issue for farming and reducing what they say that they want, which is climate change. ESG obviously has zero solutions in their, their sustainability pocket. Um, so in order to get proper, proper soil administrated, if they really want solutions, all they want is to tax you for being alive taxing you from for generating uh, oxygen that I am sure that they'll figure out a way to do it. Um, <clears throat> so I also wanted to cross the uh, Texas Public Policy Foundation, which is not too far from the Capitol grounds, not too far at all. I just happened upon it coming out of Chipotle with a burrito. Yes, I got a Chipotle burrito. They can be forgiven. Um, so I come coming down the way and there's these parents outside and there's this uh, Liberty Convention or fellowship fellowship for uh, young students. And I was curious about it. It's just this little sticker or this little piece of paper on the door. Didn't understand it. And then, of course, they were very, they, they seemed very um, afraid. And it, it's, it's so weird. Um, maybe they're not approached by anybody who is a stranger or maybe they're just, you know, nuked in their and there are stress points like all the time because there's so much going on with parents and parentinghood. Parentinghood. I'm so articulate right now. Anyways. Um, so I'm wearing, I'm literally wearing a 2016 feel the Johnson, Gary Johnson campaign shirt, a gold uh, cardigan, you know, cowboy boots. I mean, I look the uh, Austin part, and yet they were still kind of freaked out and threatened. That could be some sort of parental PTSD or something that I'm not aware of. Liberty is endangered. Um, but of course, people were still trying to warn me to not be too public with my uh, my displays of uh, political leanings. And I'm like, this is Texas. This is the capital. I can be here doing what I'm doing. You know, this is representative government. You have to just behave normally as an American. At some point, we have to return to behaving normally as an American. 
So, you know, the, the, the Ukrainians' presence have, have no problem getting out and, you know, making their voices heard or declaring their, their, their love, anti-love for Putin and, and doing whatever it is that they're doing. But, you know, it was definitely a weird thing for me to kind of like come down, come down the way down South Congress to the Capitol grounds and then discover that, um, that there was the, the Ukrainian national anthem being boomed from speakers here. That was weird. That was just too weird for me. So I wanted to say something because it's, you know, they're here vocalizing their speech as an ethnic community. There's, there's nothing wrong with this, but it just, it felt a little weird to me. Um, probably because I would never vote to send more money to their nation state. And I'm not shy in saying so. <clears throat> so I just popped a squat here at the uh, monument and uh, decided to sit down and have a little little bit of lunch. <clears throat> and um, But also make a phone call to the audience to, to let you know that it, it is a weird and strange time. It won't always be this way. Things will be changing and that you know, there will be diverse political associations that should be, you know, if people, if you allow people to say what it is that they need to say and, and to be heard, it decompresses a lot of pressures, I think. <clears throat> you know, but if you suppress people's right to say whatever they need to say, they're going to find more aggressive means to getting it out there means that you don't like maybe socially inappropriate means but it's more important to to you don't have to listen necessarily actively but allow it to happen and kind of go out as far as noise it may be unpleasant it may be seemingly inappropriate but you know public speech is not really about you that's the other thing i've noticed is that <clears throat> sometimes people think that that they've got to comment on everything that all public speech is about them these Ukrainians assembled here today, they don't care what I think. They're just here advocating their positions on things that, that are involved with them. But that's, that's the usefulness of American democracy. And, um, you know, we all, we all have a right to be here, essentially. Like, we're here on the planet. We gotta, we gotta make the most of it. You know, allowing speech. You know, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Now, if you don't want to listen or step away from the, what's being said, that's, that's probably a respect to yourself. You're like, eh, not for me. I'll just go to the other tent. La la la. Um, but a lot of people feel compelled because of social media to control the things that are said. And that's not really your place or my place. You know, it's just to, kind of be present and recognize that there are there are things that are being said it's okay to not control it you know you don't have to agree with it i i was also here in the presence of a tent where they were extolling the anti-virtues of the conspiracy theory movement here in austin texas and you know this is supposedly ground zero c-span trucks are here and they're going after alex jones like he is public enemy number one 
two of these these bookheads just sitting up there going, "We gotta do something about Alex Jones, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook," and like you can't just shut it off. He's the worst. He's a menace. He's he is liable personified. Blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, you know, I wish, I wish someone would, I don't know, find a way to to give these left hand memes a taste of their own medicine. They force people to live with terrible, terrible conditions during the pandemic, excoriating them and, you know, demanding that they leave their jobs or take the shot or, or else, or, you know, get a passport book to, to function, you know, and no such, no such things were demanded here in Austin. There was an occasional mask. Okay. Compared to what happened in the, in the Pacific Northwest, that is nothing, nothing. And, you know, it's it's okay that they're here, you know, extolling their version of their, you know, DC programming. But, you know, I didn't want to stick around. So I got up out of my seat and I went and found something else to do. It was easy. It was really easy for me to do that. So I just wanted to, to say that <clears throat> in the few minutes that I have here, you may or may not be interested in my speech, which is just fine. But um, I needed to, to take a few moments and, and at least let you know that these are the types of things that are happening all around me in, in a state capital. So um, let me see if there's anybody here. A man by, by the name of Delbert is here. Well, Delbert, thank you for, for being an audience of one. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and quit the room. But I just wanted you to know that um, that when we tolerate each other's voices, things much progress can be made, even if you really don't want to stick around. <laughs>